Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You download it, it's free. Listen when you want to listen to. You can listen in the car, hook it up to your car play, listen anywhere in the nation. I have friends all over the country who listen to uh, the show and uh, have a great time with the Odyssey app. They, it also gives you all the other Odyssey stations on there, so it would be a great uh, asset to your app store on your phones. It's 510 here in the studio in Pittston, 57 degrees and mostly cloudy. It looks like the sun's out in our parking lot here. Hopefully the sun's out in your parking lot as well. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature-controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. I'm just looking at the what's coming over the TV now, and w- when we started the show at 3 o'clock, there was the breaking news that a rocket struck the hospital inside the Gaza Strip with a mass ca- causing a mass casualty event. And there was a lot of back and forth was who's to blame. Obviously, Hamas or the the Palestinian Health Ministry in the Gaza Strip, which is run by the terrorist organization Hamas because they are the government of the Gaza Strip, separate from the West Bank, which is still under the Palestinian Authority. And the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank has made it a point to be very vocal that they are not part of what's going on in the Gaza Strip. Now, back in 2007, the, Palace, the PLO, the Palestinian Authority, and uh, Hamas fought each other. And Hamas gained control and were the elected parliamentary leaders of the Gaza Strip, where the West Bank has maintained the Palestinian Authority. You haven't seen much terrorist activity coming out of the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank. They've made it a point to say that what's happening in Gaza, they don't want it to come to their area. Now, obviously, there are supporters there, but it has not shown its its ugly head as far as attacks on the Israeli population as, as a whole. You've had some minor incidents, but you'd ha- you've had more coming from Hezbollah in Lebanon than you have from the West Bank. So that's important to note that, you know, the Hamas government in the Gaza Strip is terrorist organiz- organizations. Now, there was this strike, and they're saying it was a targeted a strike from Israeli air forces that leveled this hospital, causing a mass casualty event. But now the more and more evidence is coming out that this was, in fact, a misfired missile from the Gaza Strip headed towards Israel that misfired and struck its own hospital. Not uncommon. Hamas rockets, I think, uh, 30% of the time miss their Israeli targets and land inside the Gaza Strip. And again, there's no there, there's more and more evidence growing here, but what to believe, what's coming out of there, I've told you from the start. You have to take it with a grain of salt. You have to look at all avenues. But they are posting videos now of the rockets being fired from Gaza, and you could literally see the one of the rockets, you know, falling short and uh, misfiring into the Gaza area. Again, that's not ironclad proof but like i said more and more evidence is coming about and more and more media organizations are starting to say that hey you know this is this is uh this is what what we're believe at this point so i'm going to pass that along to you uh i know that a lot of news agencies are reporting that the USS Gerald R Ford 
that's in the area off the coast, in a safe area off the coast of Israel, and the Gaza Strip, and Lebanon, and everything else in the area, Egypt, has been extended their their sea tour. Now, they were at the end of their six-month deployment, so that was extended, but we don't know for how long it's been uh, um, extended. Now, the fact that we are sending the USS Eisenhower from Norfolk, which left, I believe, Friday, I believe it's due there sometime mid to end of next week. It usually takes about two weeks under normal circumstances to transit the Atlantic Ocean into the Mediterranean. If they're expedited, they could do it in probably half that if they wanted to. But you figure a week and a half would probably be a reasonable expectation. Now, the fact that I heard a second battle group, a carrier battle group headed to that area very much concerned me. We very rarely need two carrier battle groups in an area unless something major is expected. Now, hearing recently that the Eisenhower, not the Eisenhower, the USS Gerald R. Ford, our most advanced and largest aircraft carrier in our fleet, was at the end of its tour, I'm wondering if they are sending and expediting this second carrier battle group to the Mediterranean to possibly relieve the uh, USS Gerald R. Ford to get those sailors and, and, and airmen home on that uh, and Marines home from that from that battle group. That's my hope because two carrier battle groups in that area, in addition to now the Marine Expedition Unit that's been sent down with two thousand Marines that could pretty much do anything in the in the Middle East, is a lot of firepower. Now they went to work right away. I believe it was Carnival Cruises sent that cruise ship to evacuate the Americans from Israel. And F-18 Super Hornets were acting as air cover for that cruise ship as it exited the area with the American citizens. Not sure exactly where they'll be taking them to. But the mere fact that you have a very capable F-18 Super Hornets overhead to protect you uh, is, is a very comforted comforting thing if I had family members on that cruise ship that was evacuating Israel. And it's, you have, you now have the hastily put together trip of President Biden to a war zone, to Israel, which is in a declared war. Very small area. There are rockets fired all the time. We've just seen it today. Every evening when the sun goes down in uh, Israel, the rockets continue to be fired, but there's such a humanitarian need, they have the time to fire rockets into Israel. And you have Iran now stepping up again threats, saying that if there is a ground incursion into the Gaza Strip, they will, I believe the saying was, uh, um, Israel will, will find an earthquake. What exactly that means and the rhetoric coming from there is uh, something else we need to watch. We need to to uh, keep an eye on. But as of right now, it looks like the Palestinian president, Abbas, who is in the West Bank, he does not represent Gaza. He does not represent Hamas. Canceled the meeting with Biden over this alleged airstrike at the Gaza hospital. Now, again, I said more and more evidence is coming forward that it was possible that... uh. The strike was a misguided missile from Hamas themselves. But Biden was supposed to meet 
after he met with the Israeli president, with the Palestinian president, Mahmoud Abbas. But now it's uh, um, the update just uh, 30 minutes ago that he canceled the meeting with President Biden and other Mideast leaders as per a senior Palestinian official. He was scheduled to join Jordan's King Abdullah II and Egyptian President Abdel Fattah at Wednesday's summit in Amman, Jordan, where they would discuss the latest Israel-Hamas war with Biden. But make no mistake again, Biden going to this area, as of Monday, he wasn't going. Monday evening, you know, he's on his way. Is this a delay tactic to stop the Israeli ground offensive into the Gaza Strip? They're obviously not going to do that while Joe Biden is on their ground. So does this give his back channels ways to delay, to prevent? I mean, who knows? But it definitely delays it. Now, was this purposely done? I've seen a lot of, of chatter that says, yes, all this was was a delay tactic to stop uh, Israel from going in. And if you look at some Israeli ex-military officials, they're saying it's not necessarily a bad thing. Going door-to-door in Gaza will cost Israeli IDF lives. This gives them more time to prepare, to soften, and to uh, train their mostly reserved military to do what's going to be very difficult. It's, it's going to be extremely difficult. If you listen to any of our special forces guys or our Marine units that were in Fallujah, this door-to-door in a heavy populated urban environment, one of the most densely populated in the world, is not going to be easy. But at what point, at what, what do we expect them to do? Every time Israel has surrendered to the international demands for them to either pull out and such like that. And, and you know, they, you want to talk about even one of the congresswomen um, wrote a resolution. And she referred to Palestine as occupied Palestine. Well, Israel has not occupied Palestine since 2007, 2006, 2007, I think. So for 17 years, uh, and again, Israel is the only entity in the world to offer them their own state. They turned it down. And they've continually tried to antagonize this situation by lobbing rockets into Israel at all times. That's why they have an Iron Dome. That's why we provided that. Is it their only option left now because they've tried all the others throughout the past 30 years, 50 years, to go in and rid the, West, uh, rid the Gaza Strip of Hamas once and for all? We'll have to uh, see, I guess, and it's a decision for Israel to make. Again, I would not like to see American boots on the ground, so hopefully Iran sits this one out. I don't think they'd be stupid enough to take this up a notch because who knows? Without our you know, weak leadership in our White House ourselves, will there be <coughs> that uh, retaliation? You all right, Nikki? <coughs> Nikki's, Nikki's going down. My sinuses are, like, horrible oh. right now, draining, man. Damn. Well, it's 521. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. No, I was like, that's all right. I was, I I'm was, here, Rob. <laughs> I was ending up just keeping on that side of the studio. No, it's from, like, yeah, uh-huh. it's not. 
Uh-huh. Or it's from my smoking. I don't know. <laughs> this traffic update is brought to you by... Well, this Pentella data, I do this every time I sit in here. This Pentella data internet traffic update is brought to you by Bailey's Cafe, open for breakfast and lunch until 2.30, Wednesdays through Saturdays. There's an accident on 81 northbound right by Avoca that is backing things up into the Pittston area. And it might be getting worse as the moments pass. So watch out for that. You might want to avoid 81 northbound after Pittston. We also have some slowing through the Scranton area, both directions of 81. And North Blakely Street in Dunmore is bumper to bumper, barely moving with delays. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 43. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 65. Thursday, partly sunny, high 67. Friday, showers possible late in the day, high 66. It's currently 56 degrees with uh, sun and clouds outside at 523, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 527 here in the station in Pittston, 56 degrees and mostly cloudy. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let's go to uh, Max from Dixon City on Biden going to Israel. Max, how are you? Hi. I, I think it's pretty cut and dry, you know, with everything. I don't think there's blurred lines. I think they're all drawn, and I think they're all absolute. Now, with Biden going to Israel, of course, you know, it's a stall tactic. Now, Obama, his administration sends their little pet monkey to do the dirty work. They don't care if anything happens to him. Believe me, he's just a symbol and a weak one. Okay, but it's a political stunt. And but if the Israelis are fine with it, then then that's that that's great. They could plan, but they have to go in and they have to rid this cancer. Okay, you cut the cancer out. You don't let it fester. And as far as Black Lives Matter, when they came out and they unequivocally backed Hamas with the, with the hand gliders or the paragliders, the symbol, statement, everything they stand for is terrorism, okay? On their website, it says they're against the nuclear family. What else is there, okay? If you support Black Lives Matter, that means you're an anti-Semite and you're anti-Christian, you're anti-family. All in all, you're anti-American, okay? They should be absolutely abolished. The people that, the, the companies that donated money, Nike, I mean, all these big companies, ESPN, NBA, they put the logo on their, on their, their court. The NFL had their logo on the field. Stop, stop hate. That's what they say, stop hate. Black Lives Matter is a hateful organization. Hate. Okay? And when you talk about inclusion and, and uh, diversity, what happens when all of a sudden you don't have inclusion anymore, when the people that get included don't want to include others? Because obviously a lot of people don't like Jews and a lot of people don't like Christians. So do you think if they get the majority and the power, do you think they're going to include them? I don't think so. I just think it's one way. Well, Max, what, what we're not hearing a lot about here, what's going on in, in, in the Palestinian uh, Gaza Strip is – the Chinese nationals who are being held hostage. You're not hearing, you know, the Americans who are being held hostage. We haven't heard much on them. 
Uh, you know, we no. hear about the you know the the atrocities on either side. We hear about the the targeting of civilians in in the, the Palestine region. We hear about the the targeting of civilians on the Israeli side, but there there is there are multinational hostages being held here. And again, right. China China has reached out, but there's not a lot going on there because you know they want to keep the the visibility of this narrow minded. They want to look at it and say, okay, you know it's 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 a this versus that issue. When this isn't, you know, they came in, they killed. Everything from babies up until up up to the elderly. They took hostages of Americans, Chinese nationals. I'm sure there's other nations that were thrown in there as well, uh, that we're finding out about. But you know, they just they they want to feed the populace of America a limited view of what's going on there, and it's just not getting the publicity that that it should be. Now, obviously, the Chinese government is going through their channels to get their their hostages freed. But to this point, it really hasn't gotten any ground there either. So we're going to have to to look at what's going on. And as far as you know, Black Lives Matter and their egregious their egregious post on 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 celebrating paragliders who killed thousands of, of innocent people, and um, you know what's gone on in academia across our nation, I think the eyes have been Appalling. opened. The eyes have been opened tremendously on to to. You know what these whack jobs who who take this extreme, who who know very little about the history of the region, and run with this uh, you know occupier oppressor stance that that really has no basis in reality. They don't understand history. They're told propaganda and they run with it. it's a talking point. They don't they don't know history because history will show that what they're talking about is 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 bollocks. It's really. There's occupiers everywhere, and, and for them to call one person a colonizer, they got to look in the mirror and say, uh, well, I am too because this, that's where I came from. My people did the same thing. But they want to they paint a broad brush over a grand number of people, okay? What they are is, is, is what they are. They're racist. They are outright racist, and they accuse others of racism when yeah. they, are, they, in fact, themselves are the racists. That's the problem. And throughout history, for this region specifically, for this conflict specifically, Israel has bowed down to the international um, call to, you know, pull back, be the bigger person, you know, have the ceasefire, you know, we'll, we'll protect you with our Iron Dome systems. You don't have to worry about the rockets, but just accept it as part of life. Uh, I think they've hit their limit now. They're, they're like what Absolutely. you said. They're going to have to go in because what's next? What's the the alternative? We're going to be there here again. No. We're going to be here again in six or seven years with more rockets exactly. being launched over once they they rebuild their infrastructure. Max, I appreciate your call. I got to go to the news. Thank you. Now. Thank you. It's uh, five thirty two here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It is 538 here at the station, 56 degrees with some sun and clouds outside. Looks like the clouds are moving in more and more right now. Uh, some update of our dysfunctional government at Congress. It appears there will not be another vote for Speaker of the House this evening. It appears that the next call for a vote will be at 11 a.m. tomorrow. That... uh. Representative Jim Jordan says he is making progress but will not be calling for a second vote this evening. That vote now will take place at 11 o'clock tomorrow. They really need to get their act together as far as uh, what's going on here. Well, neighbors, Arab neighbors, with the Israeli-Palestinian war that's now going on. Arab leaders say the region is now paying the price because Biden didn't make the Israeli-Palestinian talks a priority. 
from his first months in office, the Biden administration made a distinctive decision that on its Middle East policy. It would deprioritize the half century of high profile efforts by past U.S. presidents, particularly Democrat ones, to broker a broad and lasting peace deal between Israel and Palestinians. Since Rick, Richard Nixon, successive U.S. administrations have tried their hands at Camp David's summons, summits, shuttling diplomacy and other big-picture tries to coaxing Israel and Palestinian leaders into talks to settle their disputes that underlie 75 years of Middle East tensions. More than other recent presidents, Joe Biden has notably not. Instead, administration officials early on sketched out what they call the Biden policy of quiet diplomacy. Quiet diplomacy means not doing anything. So quiet, we're not going to do it. They advocated for more modest improvements in Palestinian freedoms and living conditions under Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's hardline government, which has encouraged settlement in the Israeli-occupied West Bank and includes coalition partners that oppose the U.S.-backed two-state solution. The less ambitious approach fit with Biden's determination to pivot his foreign policy focus from the Middle East hotspots to China. They're both working out peachy for the Biden administration and us as Americans, aren't they? Such great uh, advancements with China and the Middle East now. You have China on the verge of uh, taking over Taiwan. You have the Middle East in a, in a, in a war. So, uh, yeah, great work there. But through my lifetime, anyway, there has been these uh, attempts to at least get the two talking, Israel and Palestinian leaders. And Camp David has been oftentimes the, uh, the setting for those meetings. But Arab partners in that area, Arab leaders in that area, are saying that it's uh, what's going on now is... Uh, part and parcel because of the lack of engagement from the Biden administration. And again, this article is coming from the Associated Press. In Cairo this weekend, Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi was one of a succession of Arab leaders to warn Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who was scrambling through the Middle East capitals, to try and contain the conflict that the Israel-Gaza war threatens the stability of the entire Middle East. Biden is likely to hear the same as he meets with leaders from Jordan, Egypt, and the Palestinian Authority, and we talked about that the Palestinian Authority leader has uh, canceled that meeting, for him anyway. Well, it'll be interesting to see if Jordan and Egypt will still be meeting with Joe Biden when he comes there. El-Sisi, who fears the Israeli military's offensive, will push Gaza's 2.3 million people across the border into Egypt, cast blame on the near disappearance of any international pressure from America. Again, it's always our fault. Always seems to be our fault in the end. We'll see what happens. He's going there tomorrow, right? See if it changes everything. And it looks like uh, today there were anti-Israel protests again at NYU in New York City. And not only were there people waving the Palestinian flag, but I saw videos of people waving the ISIS flag. 
So uh, something we should keep an eye out here at home, don't you think? It's uh, 543 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 43. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 65. Thursday, partly sunny, high 67. Friday, showers possible late in the day, high 66. It's currently 56 degrees with some sun and clouds outside at 544 at your official weather station, WILK. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 548 here in Northeast Pennsylvania, 56 degrees and mostly cloudy. Getting darker and darker as we move around. Soon it's, I think by the end of the month, it'll be dark by the show end. Oh, I'm not ready for winter yet. A little more, uh, a little more fall. I could take fall for an extended period. Well, if anyone was watching the news earlier today, and why would you? It's just depressing. But um, you know, Donald Trump was back in this courtroom in Manhattan today, and despite the gag order placed on him, which is uh, kind of expanded, expanded because it's uh, actually extends to surrogates and anybody who has anything to do with his campaign to talk about the issues. But he came out and he's he's challenging the 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 gag order as far as what he should be saying. And, and I said it yesterday. It's probably for the best for him that this gag order was placed because he should really just shut his mouth and let his defense attorneys do his talking for him. But he can't help himself. It's who he is. So he came out and he was skirting that gag order issue, saying things about the attorney general and the judge, which is, is, I mean, he's almost daring them to throw him in jail or sanction him. Even his attorney to uh, over his shoulder, you could see the expressions on her face that she was just like, please don't say that. Please don't say that. Don't. Oh, he said it. He said it. Don't stop. Don't just don't. No, no. That's the expressions I got from her face. Although she stood with her tight lipped. That's what I was hearing in my head by watching her. Um, And he really just needs to stop this. He puts him. He gets himself in more trouble than he needs to get himself into. He's already facing a whole lot of issues. Some of it simply because of who he is, who he was, and the, who they don't want him to be. I get it, but I I don't think we really need to see him push the issue to where he's held in contempt and either jailed, fined, or or whatever they do. I mean. To prove a point after several warnings, are they just going to throw him in jail for the night? It's it's unprecedented, I get, but just keep your mouth shut. I mean, the gag order is for your protection if you look at it. I understand he doesn't see it that way, but as someone who just wants to see us move on from this, this nonsense, just let your defense attorneys do what they need to do. If the case is that soft, you're going to win it, and then you could say anything you want. You can jump up and down on a courtroom stairs and say, I told you so. And a lot of America will not believe you even if that happens because they'll say it was rigged, they didn't have the evidence, he lied, because no one's happy. No one's going to be happy. I just wish we could fast forward from to eight years from now. Will we still be around from eight years from now? Is that comet coming anytime soon? <laughs> or, Come on, I, comet. Comet, the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ would be nice right now. I think he's just going to pass us by and go to one of those other planets that have people on them. Uh, no, I, I'm hopeful. He promised here. He promised us. Yeah. And, and what did we do in return? I know. Look at us. <laughs> All right. I know. 
Time for traffic. But I try, God, I try. Uh, all right, yeah, it is time for traffic. This, well, it's overtime for traffic. This Bendela Data Internet traffic update. There are two accidents on 81. One <clears throat> heading northbound right by Avoca. That's backing up into the Pittston area. The other one coming southbound by Montage Mountain Road, Davis Street. That's going to slow you up just a bit. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone. W-I-L-K, traffic. Yeah, traffic, traffic, traffic. Uh, Trump just filed an appeal on the gag order. No, I I know he did. I appreciate the text message. And and he should. Um, But is a gag order for Donald Trump in this instant probably the best for him? And like I said, they're going to fight it. He is appealing it. I knew that the second it was brought brought down. They said they would be appealing it. But if you're Donald Trump's defense attorneys, aren't you in the back of your mind saying this is for the best to protect himself from himself? Because this is what he does. He gives himself more attention and more problems than he needs to deal with. Let him deal with what they're bringing on to him. Let him fight it head on. I get it. And I, I get that you're running for office and by telling you you can't talk about what's going on here is is a, a challenge for you and, and his ego. But I would rather see him focus on the things he would be doing if he's elected in 2024. I would like to see him with his plans. Uh, You know, not his idiotic comments that he made about Israel earlier this week, which just did nothing to win him votes or favor in anyone. Yeah, his base likes to hear him talk tough. His base likes to hear, you know, when he shocks and awes people. I get it. But... We have to move on as a nation, and by doing that, if you're going to be the nominee, if you're going to be the one going up against the vegetable in the White House, then say what you're going to do. Talk specifics. That's what we want to hear. I mean, talk about the policies and things you brought in when you were here for four years and how you're going to expand on that, how you're going to secure the border, what you're going to do to fix Social Security and Medicare, what you're going to do about inflation, what are you going to do about businesses, what are you going to do about... You know, our savings account that's getting crushed in the the stock market because of the uneasiness in what's going on there. Those are the things I want to see from him. And I understand he should have every right to defend himself in the court of law. That does not include calling the judge names. It does not include calling the attorney general names. And yes, did they overstep by an attorney general who was running for office saying that the reason you should elect her is because she's going to get someone at the time that she had no evidence of a crime? For, yes, she's garbage, too. She shouldn't have did those things. I Absolutely. But now that she's come at you in a court of law, use the court of law. Use our system to defend yourself. And afterwards, if you win those cases, have at it. Say everything you want to say. But right now, it's probably for the best to protect you that you can't say the things you want to say because we all know he is going to put his foot in his mouth and say something he shouldn't say. He's going to offend the wrong person. He's going to say something that's going to get him in trouble, and he's going to spend the night in jail, I'm telling you. You have a judge. You have an attorney general. You have a prosecutor that would love nothing more than to toss him in jail for the night. That would be their win. Even if he wins in the end, that would be their win. So just stop. Go forward. You know, and then you have the other side where a large portion of your PAC donor money is going to your defense fund. 
you know, that's not making people happy. It's not comforting a lot of people. And I understand a lot of people are donating specifically for that reason. I get that. I want to see someone that's ready to run the country. And again, this just is my opinion. And I want to hear more of that and less of me, me, me. So there's my fair and balanced for the ending of the show. It's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show for this um, Tuesday, October 17th. Someone said, nice name calling today. Thought you were above that. Guess not. Who did I call a name? Jake, you know who I called a name? Doesn't ring a bell to me. No, I don't think I called a name. Not to any of our listeners anyway. But is what it is. What I called Trump name. Said he was silly, dumb, for saying some of the things he did and that the gag order. Are you defending Donald Trump? I don't know. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show on this Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. Appreciate all you guys getting involved today with the uh, discussion. Hopefully tomorrow we have a functioning Congress. (laughs) My hopes aren't up high for either party, but... uh, We'll uh, we'll see what happens then. In the meantime, be good to each other. God bless. Be safe. This is the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. We'll see you and do this again tomorrow.